0: ish is about to get real. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Oh, welcome back, my inbox. Besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And I am super excited, as always, to be in your ear holes today. You're noticing that uh, the voice is not as chipper as it usually is. And that's because this is a very different type of episode. But I do think one that I'm going to do more often. So let me know you know, over on iTunes or hit me up on Facebook if you go to katedauser.com forward slash Facebook, it'll auto-direct you to my Facebook business page. Very fancy. And I'm gonna tell you a story. And we are going to talk about something that no one I don't feel like anyone really talks about it. I won't say correctly, but well in the entrepreneurial space and even, you know, the pro blogger space, which I consider y'all entrepreneurs as well, even though you might not think of yourself as, you know, just a blogger. And that is your business and anxiety and panic attacks. And basically, as the title of this episode goes, how I almost burnt down my business and left everything this year. So this. Is a lot of ahas and lesson learned and storytelling. This is not one of the purely tactical, do this, do that, mistakes type of episodes. If that's what you love, or this is your first type of episode and you're not really one for touchy feely aha type of stuff, then definitely go back. Last week's episode was amazingly tactile, if you will. And that was all about, you know, increasing your Facebook ad conversions for less money. So definitely go and check that one out. We have best ways to grow your list. We have some amazing interviews. If you're looking for super, super tactical, like the intro says, then you want to listen to this. This is grab a cup of coffee, your hot beverage choice, whatever it is. I've got my iced coffee over here. You can hear it. And we're just going to sit down and we're going to have a fireside chat about what had happened and what I'm doing moving forward and basically how I don't want this to happen to you. So <laughs> long story short, if you've only been listening to this for, you know, a couple of episodes, or you haven't been with me for too long, you know, maybe we met at the coach's toolkit giveaway this summer or something of that nature. Basically, here is the story. Back in April, I was about to launch my signature flagship course. Love your list. Now, I had done a pre-selling of this course a couple weeks prior and basically I had was a sales page and an outline. The outline I realized was way too big and I shouldn't have done it that way, but I'll tell you that and probably at the very end towards lesson learned. And it sold extremely well. I shouldn't have necessarily been that shocked because this course has been years and years and years in the making. Okay. So that's my my humble brag. <laughs> The week, like and by week I mean two, three days before the official launch was supposed to start, and then like the cart open. My husband and kids get into a car accident. Now my kids walked away like they were fine. Uh, you know, we took them to the doctors, so they didn't have a scratch on them, like they were cool. My husband, they're like, Oh, like your back is hurty and all that stuff. It turns out that our doctor kind of an idiot. And my husband had an untreated concussion that we did not know about until about three weeks later, which plays into this story. So here I am with at this point, a module ish of the course that was taken out. GDPR was coming out and coming out hard, around this time as well. So there was a lot of issues with like tech being able to back it up and like what are you gonna do when the world's gonna explode. You know, we do have an episode on GDPR here in the news feed if you wanna go and check it out. We have one of my other email marketing friends, Jen. The two of us chatted about it. So like it was like a perfect storm of like the email marketing world was being tumultrified. My world was being tumultrified. I did not have all of these pieces of the courses and it was a five module course and a gajillion million bonuses, which is craziness. And we'll talk about that maybe in another episode, maybe at the end of this, the one who knows. Um, But we'll talk about that. And all of this happens the very beginning of April. And I don't tell the people that bought the personal issues I'm having because I'm just like, you know, I'll soldier through, you know, it'll be fine. The kids were fine. The biggest issue was when my husband I don't want to say I retired him because that sounds weird but when we made the decision that my husband could just stay home he didn't have to go to work anymore May like maybe 3 or 4 months into it, we realized that it made no sense to have two cars because we were both home. So we decided to take one of our cars off the road, and this is like I should have just sold it. I think that's a little bit of a hoarder tendency. But so we kept it, we call it a like garage car, but like we never used it, it wasn't registered, any of that stuff. So when my husband got into this car accident, technically we had no car because the one that we had had was not actually maintained. Cuz again, I why do we need another car? All of us were working from home. My husband working to take care of the kids and me working to take care of y'all. So, that was a huge hot mess. So, like, I couldn't even get to them when the car accident happened because none of our family lives local. It was snow, like, freakly snowing, raining out, which was ridiculous for April here in New England. Like, ridiculous. So, like, I'm, like, huffing at, like, two miles. There's issue with the tow truck driver because, like, I've got the AAA card and my husband didn't have it. And it's just, like, it was such and then we had issues with the rental car places. And like, I got my sister-in-law to drive down to like bring me up there. And then then mysteriously have no cars. So if you were following me on Twitter, I sent some very, very mean tweets to Enterprise Cars publicly. I'm like, I'm not being a lady about this. I'm attacking them where it hurts all over social media. It was ridiculous. Never go to Enterprise, guys. I hate smack talking actual brands, but don't do it. Don't do it. It was awful. Anywho. So <laughs> that was getting dealt with the same time that the schedule for the modules I was going to release in my head. I'm like, oh, I could just do like a module a week. Perhaps if the second module of my course wasn't so huge, because we were covering not only freebies, which honestly is a course I can sell by itself, and I might. We covered landing pages, which I think I'm definitely going to spin off into its own course, because it was... God, it's six six videos, I think. Six videos and like six handouts. Like this is in depth and we covered everything. And GDPR was happening at the same time. So I had to like work and rework. And I was so concerned about telling people the wrong stuff and not being a lawyer and all this other things. And I mean, now like no one talks about GDPR. Nobody cares. The world hadn't exploded. But at that time, you know, the world was falling and, you know, none of the tech that I was recommending had updated. And it was just a perfect storm of like just all of this stuff. And then my grandmother gets really sick (laughs) and I might start crying. I told you this was a coffee cup conversation and she's 88 or was 88. If you can see where this is going. And again, the car thing literally like just got settled. We got the other car. You don't have a real job. You work from home. Long story short, you find yourself driving an hour a day, half hour there, half hour back to help because what else are you going to do? And then in May, she passes away. Now, keep in mind, I am normally a very private person. So telling you this, guys, is just like scary as balls. And who knows if I'll ever keep this episode up. It might honestly just be up for like three days. Who knows? I did not tell my students that I just bought this course, what was going on which was mistake number two. Mistake number one is probably not Well, mistake number one is having the course be so big. Mistake number two was when I pre-launched it not to at least to have module three or half of module three done, which is what I would definitely recommend now. So mistake number four, four, there's a lot of them here, was not being open and honest with my community as it was happening. I just kept on telling myself that I could soldier through it but after the funeral and, you know, now you're kind of taking care of your own parent because they're really sad and the funeral things, I was just, I was done. I was depressed and I felt awful. I felt so guilty and so much anxiety because here I had been promising to deliver this course and I just, I wasn't, myself. And I was missing deadlines. And all I could think about was because, you know, your mind goes a mile a minute. And if your best friend ever talked to you the way you talk to yourself, you would never be friends with them type of scenario. I'm like, you know, I work in an industry where it's very scammy already, you know, make money online marketing, and it's online and people like steal people's money and like walk away and they were gonna think all these hideous things about me. And it was just like I was doing the best that I could but it wasn't the best and I wasn't communicating with people and I just kept on missing deadlines and missing deadlines and at one point I just like took Facebook off of my phone I took email off my phone like I just went completely radio silent didn't tell anyone what was going on you know only the people who were very very close to me and it just like stopped I ended up having lots of anxiety attacks anytime I'd look at my computer it was just like awful and then (laughs) like this is like the pinnacle of the store in June, I had what I like to call the big mama. And this, I don't know if you've ever had an anxiety attack. And I hope you never do. But you kind of feel like you're simultaneously drowning and having a heart attack. Now, I had had one anxiety slash actual like panic attack. I don't really know the difference. I consider like anxiety, like kind of like a normal level of like agitation. But like a panic attack is when it super spikes. You may think of it the opposite way. I have once. Like back when I was like a teenager and in high school. Well, college technically. Once. So (laughs) I had had them before, but this one was like no other. And the thought that flashed in my and the thought that flashed in my head was literally my business killed me. Like I am dying. I let my guilt and not being able to deliver affect me so bad that it killed me. And it made me actually flash back in my head as all this was happening to a podcast episode that I listened to of The Fizzle Show. If you are a newer entrepreneur or you like the kind of like shooting the poop, if you will, type of, you know, three entrepreneurs just sitting back talking about what they've been doing, that sort of stuff, I would recommend Fizzle. And at the time, he's not there anymore. This gentleman, his name is Barrett, and he works for ConvertKit now, fun fact. And I remember it so clearly. He's like, I thought my business was giving me cancer. I thought it gave me cancer. And all I could think about was, my business is killing me. Like, I'm literally having a heart attack. Like, I'm done. So we went. And we took care of everything. And it was just awful. (laughs) Like, I've got no words, because there are no words. Like I said, this is a very intimate conversation, very rambling one. And like I said, we we had to go to the hospital because I I thought like, I have a heart attack. I mean, if you guys have seen me on video before, I'm not the skinniest of many. So with somebody with my body shape, it could be expected, but they took one look at me and they're like, panic attack. I'm like, "Like, I don't know. Like I've had them before and I've never felt like this before. They gave me something and I slept for like two days (laughs) and the doctor's like, you need to take some serious time off and whatever you are doing, you need to stop this or you need to go on some heavy medication and stop this. Now, I don't think that there's anything wrong with medication when you need it. But as someone who had not ever truly like battled, like I had a one panic attack like 12 years before and that was it. I did not feel for myself that that's what I needed. So I was like, you know what, you know, let me have some time. So it was, it was three weeks. That was like the limit. I think they only went you a week. But I'm like, give me three weeks. Cause this was like towards the end of the week and there were some holidays. And then if things are crappy, we'll talk about it again. Module one and like part of module two was done at this point. And so I blew past all those deadlines, which I said, it was a vicious circle, vicious, vicious circle. I was so mad and anxiety ridden about not, delivering that then I couldn't deliver because I was in the headspace and it just was, this. Ugh, it was awful. It was just awful. And uh, yeah, so I sent them an email and I gave them three options. You know, you can, you know, ask for a refund, you know, no hard feelings. You know, I had a partial one and then that was all I was going to do. And then a voice in my head. <laughs> I know after all that anxiety, you're really going to listen to a voice in your head. The voice in my head was like, give them the choice i like, give them the choice like I am. And they're like, give them the choice. I'm like, all right. So I put in the third one, I'm like literally the line was like, you know, if your size is the heart of Texas and you don't mind hanging out with me for a couple more months and giving me some grace, like, you know, I won't send you anything back. <laughs> and 96% of people, no, it's 97.2. Sorry, guys, I'm looking at the stats. Pick number three. They were like, just get better. Just get better. Let us know what's going on more times. I actually hired, although it cost me a iced coffee, my friend Jen to take over my inbox for those three weeks. Now she is not an online entrepreneur. I'm sure she made her mistakes. <laughs> I heard she was nice to everyone, which I knew that she would be. And I, I couldn't handle in such a fragile state if someone had replied back and said something mean and I'd asked her to like you know save them in like a a nook and cranny of my inbox so when I felt stronger I could read them and she would tell me what was going on and literally there was like three people that had asked for full refunds like it was not that many at all and most of them it was just like oh you know I needed this because I was planning to do this you know in spring or summer you know so I'm gonna move on. So they were all very nice. Nobody was mean or like, how dare you? Uh, There were so many warm and nice stories. I tried to reply to some of them or have Jen reply to some of them when she could. Um, There's so much warm and pouring stories. And what I realized is that being an online entrepreneur and being a breadwinner, and I think being a female just in general, honestly, guys, and a mom, there's just so much pressure on you. And I feel like people, they talk about like burnout, like they hustle, 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 and then they burn out sometimes I wonder if it is just pure anxiety, because honestly, it is a million times easier to go get a job in an office or even like Dunkin' Donuts. That's where my coffee is from. Like I would sometimes love just like kick up, make like a cool $10 an hour, you know, and just like, whatever, because I don't have to bring it home with me. I don't have to worry about anything. And that's when, like I said, I almost felt like I burned down my business. Now, Here's an interesting fact. During that whole time, not counting even the launch income, which we're not going to count, I had some of the highest sales months of my entire life. I had some days where I made over $1,000 just from passive income. And my passive income product, guys, um, you know, I have one-click funnels, and that one is a little bit more expensive. I think that's about $97, 117 ish but primarily... I, through selling the email marketing fairy book, which at the time was hella cheap and trailing for traffic, which is $24 because it's always going to be $24, thousands of dollars a day. Like it was unbelievable. I don't want to say it was a godsend. I don't know if it's like karma or non-money issues. So that was nice. I never actually had to worry about money coming in because Lord knows like if I didn't have those systems in place and I didn't have things working in the background for like affiliate income and sales. And really it just sort of proved to me a couple of things. And that's what we're going to kind of do to wrap up this whole scenario. Cause I told you like this, I wanted to be kind of tactical, but really this is just to tell you like what was going on with me and hindsight 2020 and just all of that great stuff. So I want to kind of talk a little bit now about the things that I did to alleviate the anxiety and the stress. So I already told you the two biggest ones that I would tie for number one for the way Kate got out of her funk and wanted to stop burning down her business. And that was giving the students those options and then hiring someone. I know it was nice coffee, y'all, to take care of my inbox. That was the best thing I could have possibly done tried to give her real money, but she wouldn't take it. That's what happens when you hire basically family. <laughs> she just wouldn't take it. it was the best thing ever. The second more tactical thing is I started playing my ukulele. I literally, for those three weeks, I played every single day. I still play every single day now. I was singing more again, which I hadn't done in forever. I was coloring and doing art projects. I was reading fiction. I unsubscribed from every single podcast except for one, which was Happier by Gretchen Rubin. And I consider her more personal development. I love me some Gretchen Rubin. She has four tendencies, which is fantastic. Y'all, I'm a rebel questioner. What, what? <laughs> And Happier and Happier at Home, especially Happier. That one I actually re-listened to on audiobook twice because I just love it. Same thing with Better Than Before. Love that one. So very Gretchen Rubin heavy chick lick. I read a lot of Sophia Kinsella. So that is some hardcore chick lick. I read some Dan Brown. I loved that. Like anything business related I cut out. I also I shut down my free Facebook group, Super Friends, Secret Layer. We shut that down for like a month and a half, I wanna say, or more. And I really just try to focus on what Jess Lively of the Lively Show podcast talked about, or just about being alignment, just about being a little bit happier and on the days where I wasn't happy or I was anxiety to literally like take my brain out of my head and to look at it and be like, what's going on? And to forgive myself for all of the guilt because the quickest way to get rid of anxiety is actually action. And not like action, like push, 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 but like ownership, like posting in my group, like this is our plan. This is what we're doing. See, this is what I'm posting. You know, I'm getting better. That sort of stuff's really opening up that line of communication. Like I had told them even when it was taking me forever to get the course content out that tag me with any of your questions because I will be here for you guys. It was a lot easier for me to answer one-off stuff than to congeal everything down into very succinct lesson tried to get outside a little bit more, focused on, you know, what made me feel vibrant, you know, exercising, tried to eat a lot better because during the other time I was eating like hot trash. It's f- so funny how we do that, right? Definitely self-medicating with food and sugar, I have to say. So things I did to move forward. The thing that really re-sparked my love of Love Your List because I is yes, and it's my baby and I think I put so much pressure on it because I so loved it and because I weirdly was tying myself for to this course and then like shit all blew up in <laughs> it was reading Jenna Fisher's book. This is a nonfiction and it's called The Actor's Guide. And she said two things that stood out so much. Jenna Fisher was Pam on The Office. She does talk about that in there for the record. And that was one. Artists need to be around other artists. They just do. And I consider myself an artist. Like this podcast is my way of putting art on the wall. The, you know, my blog post, my courses, my Facebooks, my live, my interaction with you guys, that is my art. So I'm looking into other programs and I've been talking with other entrepreneurs that are on my level or slightly above my level, which is what I really love. I love kind of being like the lowest guy on the totem pole, super secret stuff. It's the best to be the lowest on the totem pole. <laughs> Just saying it. And the other thing that she says is she talks about creating a consistent body of work. And for some reason, even though she was talking about like auditioning and when you're an actor and you're not getting any roles, you go and you do plays or you do workshops or you do your own web shorts. You're constantly working at your craft and getting better at it. And that's how I started seeing my business again. I think I was putting it in this horrible box that had too much like stress and self-worth. And I forgot what it was. And it's my art. It's my craft. I love writing with the words. I love teaching you guys. I love email marketing. Like this is it. And I just... I feel so much better. I would not wish this experience on anybody. Remember, if you do, guys, be way more open (laughs) with your paying customers in a timely fashion. Do not feel like you're making excuses. Going radio silent is the absolute worst you can do. And I think only because I had that consistent body of work and consistent amount of results previous to my big explosion, sort of three months, well, four, kind of, that worked out for me. The other thing, passive income and affiliate marketing are the best. I pretty sure I said this in the episode already, but having the email marketing fairy and trailing for traffic and a little bit one click funnels, cause I don't really advertise that one too, too much having those things. And you know, my different affiliate sources of income, you know, my side grounds my comfort kit, all of those juicy stuff. I was making more than enough money to take care of my family when I couldn't get out of bed. And I know when you are a solo entrepreneur or maybe you've got a small team, a lot of it still really does depend on you. So if you're looking for some way to kick back off your business for the next like September back to school season, focus on creating at least one small, not a ginormo course, which we'll talk about in a second, one small s product. Because you would be surprised at how much you could need it and how much it will sell. Because they're an EZS offer, guys. They're just they are. So long story short, now I told you I'd tell about the course. If I was going to do this again, besides obviously, like I said, 80 times would have stayed better connected to my community and not ghosted them like a jerk. I would have alleviated some stuff. Would have just told them I need more deadlines. I would, if I was going to do a mega course again, which I don't honestly think that I will because Love Your List is like it. I mean, I'll do other smaller products and definitely more group coaching. And I have a membership idea, which I'm very excited about. You'll see towards, uh, I'm thinking maybe October, November, probably around my birthday, november Oh, I'm so excited for that one. Anywho, definitely pre-launch with a sales page and an outline. Maybe start working on module one when you're doing that pre-sale. If you think, oh, I'll do a launch and I'll get everyone the course in three weeks, make it five. The whole reason why you're giving them the pre-sale and the discount that goes with it is because they have to wait. Now, during that time, you want to send them, you know, maybe weekly updates. I think that's really great, like little check-ins to let them know, like, you know, this is what's going on in the course, you know, ask them questions, that sort of thing. Definitely, you know, keep the momentum going alive (laughs) with everyone who pre-purchased your course, but give yourself extra time. Do not think that you're necessarily going to be able to create a module in a week. It took me for one part of a module, it took me almost a week and a half. And like, I do this sort of stuff. (laughs) So give yourself a lot of grace. And when you go into launch, have at least module one and module two done. And maybe even start a little bit on three, because what's going to happen is you have your launch, and that's going to take a lot of your energy away. So you're not really going to be creating your course. And then after your launch is over, then you're going to want to take care of your students, make sure you're setting them up for success, that everything is going well, you know, the technical issues, that sort of stuff. So having a nice sort of footing and not necessarily the whole thing, then do it. The other thing, you don't need to have 80 million bonuses. Love Your List should have been three separate courses. I can tell you that right now. It should have been. And parts of it, just a module two, there's two courses that I'm honestly thinking of spelling off and selling them by themselves. Definitely that landing page one, that one's going to happen because that one is utterly fantastic, but <laughs> they're all good this is a stuff that you need to be thinking about. Cause I had like 80 million bonuses and it just was like ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I wanted to over deliver so much that I just, I went against everything I know, you know, do as I say, not as I do. So that's really sort of just my final wrap up guys. You can tell in my voice, thing. it It's sort of ending on a bit more cheerful note. Sort of sounding a lot more like myself. But I just want to thank you guys for listening to this rant. And go ahead. I have like a hundred followers on Instagram, which is fine. But I like have fallen in love with Instagram stories. So I'm gonna put my handle in the show notes. And I would love it if you snapped a picture of you listening to this episode and tagged me in one of your stories. Come visit my stories. I don't care that I've got no following over there. I love Instagram stories. I love watching them. I love doing them. So (laughs) you're going to see a lot more Kate On the old Instagram, particularly an Instagram story. So let me know what were some of your takeaways, some of your own personal aha moments. Like where do you think that you need help? Do you need to be forthcoming? You know, what what is really going on with your space? And do you sort of like these type of episodes where we're just getting raw and real and you're seeing behind the curtain and the curtain isn't always pretty. So guys, that is it for today. I'll be back in your ear holes next week. I believe we're going to make Wednesdays Wednesdays, our official publishing date. Give us a little fun hump day treat for everyone. God, that sentence sounded (laughs) really gross. But as always, I'm Kate Doster of KateDoster.com, and I'm super excited to be in your ear holes today. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends secret layer. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review. Before you leave, I know it seems teeny tiny, But it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.